When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? How you doing? It is the CBC Wisdom Hour, number 151 for September 28th, 2021. I'm Steve Witchell in New Orleans. And I'm Tony B coming to you from New Jersey. What's happening? Oh, craziness. Craziness, huh? Craziness going on. There's people already coming in. Um, wow. All right. Brian's in here. He says, hi, guys. Just like that. What's up? And Olivia says he has COVID. That's horrible, Olivia. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> I had it pretty bad. I hope you don't have it as bad. Uh, We are coming to you live at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, uh, which is 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific Time. If you're not watching or listening at that time, equivalent in your time zone, you're watching the replay. I had people comment last week and thinking we were live and getting all frustrated that we weren't addressing their comments. You guys are dicks, man. What's wrong? That's why I say that. We are streaming live on the Cover Band Central Facebook page, in the Cover Band Central Facebook group, and also on the Cover Band Central YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Once again, I did not put the damn link. All things Cover Band Central. I didn't put the link in. I got to put it in. Calvin, send Steve a reminder for the link for next week, please. Thanks. I was so... No, nah, Stuart about, was supposed to do it, but he called in sick. So no, I was so sorry. much thinking about what um, the topic should be and how I should word it, and I didn't. It didn't even occur to me that I need to put the YouTube link in. So I just put it in. It's on the page now. And so it's so on what is YouTube. the what is the topic for tonight, Steve? Oh boy. Okay, so I had an interesting week. Drum roll, please. Did you notice something different, by the way? Yes, I noticed that you look like you're about 15 pounds thinner than you were last week. Why is that? With your smiling, boyish, grinning, handsome young face because you have no facial hair and you did not take my advice. I told you to grow out the bottom like a unicorn so you could be like System of a Down. You already had a couple of month head start. Now you got to start all over. I don't know. The problem with that is one – it would take too long, and B. All we like have is look. time, Steve. What more do we have than time? I don't like that look, and and it would it, no. Well, that's I mean, a it would story, take. Then, if you don't like it would look. take. And wait, and what about the mutton chops? You were saying you were going to shave years. it. You were going to shave it in stages and post stuff, I, and we I were going to have a whole it was, contest. It was so uh, unruly that when I went to just start trimming, it was just it was a whole nightmare. So I was like, "That's it. I'm just getting rid of all this. I don't. It's. I don't want it anymore." It's it's itchy. It gets in the way when I'm eating. You've had enough. Ugh. 
Yes, I had. So it. there you are, fresh faced and ready to go, oxygen free for the moment. It looks like. Yes, I. Uh, so I'll tell you um, before I tell the topic, I'll, I'll lead up to it. But I Please went to the doc. Do. I went to the doctor Wednesday for the first time since my hospital stay. For those of you who don't know, I had COVID. I was hospitalized from August, uh, July 31st to August 2nd or August 7th. So I was in for a week. Uh, I was very bad. I couldn't breathe. Um, and I was on oxygen 24-7 uh, up until a couple weeks ago. And now I still use it on occasion. I don't really need it. I can get out and do things without it. Um, I'm, I'm still bringing the tank with me in the car at least. Um, but I don't bring, if I go in the store and stuff, I don't bring it. If I, uh, you know, I'm pretty much, I'm you pretty don't take close. it on the hundred yard, uh, garbage journey. No. Right. Yeah. That's exactly correct. I walk about a hundred yards to take the garbage out and I don't take it now. Um, so I can get back to normal doing things. And, and I, I was excited about getting back to work. I'm thinking, okay, I, I'm going to get back to work soon. Um, I miss playing. I need the money. Um, I'm sorry. Let me just catch up my comments. Uh, Desna said, thank, glad you're improving. Thank you. And Grant asked the question why, and I don't know what he is asking why too. And George, he's asking why you're, why you're improving. George visit said six, which I don't know what that means. Um, so anyway, I had the doctor's appointment and they went through the gamut of tests. They took the blood tests and checked everything um, and uh, x-ray as well. And I got the report back the following day, Thursday, that everything was back to normal. Blood levels are normal uh, all around. Lungs are clear. Um, and I can. Good news. And I can, uh, um, I can really wean myself off the oxygen. He left it up to me. So he lets, you know, he said still use it, um, but I'm not going to have to soon. So. But you still have tanks left, right? I have tanks. I have the the uh, concentrator here, which doesn't require a tank. It just requires electricity. So you still got to do the Aquaman scuba diving thing for Halloween, dude. Because you'd be playing out. But you know. those 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 tanks are so heavy. I can't wear that thing. You kidding me? Put it on a stand behind you. So it looks like you're wearing it. Come on, man, improvise. That's not what Aquaman would do. He wouldn't have it on a stand. Aquaman doesn't need tanks anyway. You're you know talking about. <laughs> you're going to be scuba diver outfit for Halloween. We talked about this, Steve. Right. Maybe I should just be Aquaman and and, and get the onesie, uh, swim. Uh, uh, what do they call them? That the, the, they use wetsuit. Yeah. And be Aquaman. Um, get well, some so, props, porpoise props. <laughs> so anyway, that was great news, uh, and in fact, it could even. Could even say it's awesome news like brian did yes steve that is tremendously excellent news that you were on the road to recovery yeah skip said he remembers seeing me when when i returned um so yeah old disheveled big bushy beard so like, i really yeah right so that's kind of part of the reason i went to shave i'm like okay i'm done with that illness i'm done with the the, the... <laughs> you're done with the grizzly adams look alike well, that was kind of representative of how long I was sick because I that's when I stopped shaving when I got sick. When I first got sick before I was in the hospital, so around mid-July, I just stopped shaving at, at all. You know, I wouldn't trim here and, and the neck. So your stuff. shaving is also symbolic of your metamorphosis now back to normalcy. Right. Good stuff. See that? Good. Right. 
Um, metaphor. I could do this as Aquaman. I could get out and play some Aquaman. You yes, you definitely could. Like Bill Whitley says. Um, so anyway, yeah, great news. Felt good. Uh, made made me feel more uplifted. Um, but that was Wednesday afternoon. I went to the doctor. Uh, Wednesday morning, I woke up to a text from my singer um, saying, "I uh, hope you're feeling better. Give me a call when you when you can." And I felt like. Uh, and by the way, this 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 conversation now is really between me and Tony. You're just happening to listen to it. But this is how Tony and I would talk. And and I've always been transparent with everything that goes on in my life to my friends and publicly as well. I'm Caravan Central. So just to let you know that. Um, so this is the real deal, Steve. This is where the, the rubber deal. meets the road. Right. Okay. So, you know, I figure she's checking on me to see when I'm ready to come back. And I, and I felt like, you know, I'm excited to tell her I can, I can pretty much come back. And... Uh, so I told her I was going to have a doctor's appointment later in the day and blah, blah, blah. And she said, she, uh, you know, I'm not going to drag it out, but she proceeded to say that the band was going to move on with the, the sub, the guy who's been subbing for me. So they're going to move on without me. Excellent so, band camaraderie. Yeah. So that would be I, my first take on that. That's, that's a douche move. Douche move. Um, I think. That's one way of putting it. Um, I felt um, like it was a rotten thing to do to a person. Um, I, I've been loyal to that that band leader for a long time. I've never subbed out uh, for another gig or for something else. I was there for every show for that band, and I, I never took off until I got sick. Um, I was told, you know, on a friendship level, like the job's here for you when you're when you're better. So what do you think changed? Why did uh, all of a sudden their true character has come out? Um, Brian's reaction is, oh, that's bullshit. Yeah. Um, I mean, what was, the, what was the explanation behind it? Like, what was the justification behind the reasoning? This thing is flying around. It's killing me. Um, <laughs> you just trying to kill it? I'm just, it's a little uh, fruit fly. Mm uh, well, I know the reason. I know the person. Um, and it's not the first time I lost my job to him. I've lost my job many, at least a half dozen times in New Orleans and never through any fault of my own. I never did anything wrong to get fired or anything. Sure. Um, and it was always like uh, clubs were closing, management was changing. They wanted to change personnel in the band, something like that. So I lost my job to this guy. And I can, and I remember that too. I can recall that in the past. I remember oh, yeah. when you, one of your first gigs, the, the, the bar itself saying they're, they're, they're switching up the band. Like they're making the decision to switch up the band, which is yeah, yeah. interesting thing how, yeah, that's the interesting thing about how that whole New Orleans scene works. It's, it's so much different from up here in the Northeast, you know, like you're in a band in the Northeast, you're in a band, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Down there, it's like you're in a band, but it's subject to, many different factors that can alter that lineup of the band at any given time beyond your control. Correct. And that comes with the territory yeah, yeah. used to it, but this one came out of left field for me. Um, and I know the reason, the reason is that he can sing higher than me and he knows more songs. He's, he's got a, a higher range, like a tenor range and I, I'm a baritone and I know a lot of songs. I, I'm telling you why it, Hang on, I'm just telling you what, why the decision was made. So it's likely the guitar player in that band is a baritone like me. He's he's got sings in the same range, so it's likely that 
the she said something about the harmonies so the, it's likely that the harmonies are fuller now because the guitar player can sing what i was singing and the bass player now can sing a higher harmony and that sounds better on stage and i understand that i, I i've been a proponent as anybody who knows me and anybody who's watched this show or listened to the show knows i'm a big fan of vocals the more vocals on stage the better i think it's better for the band as a whole so looking at it from that perspective i can understand the decision but I still feel like loyalty trumps that in this case. It should. Because in that band in particular, she uses different keyboard players, but the key, one keyboard player um, that's probably the main guy can sing high. He's got a very good high falsetto voice and he sings harmonies great. Uh, the drummer can sing, but doesn't. Um, so I think loyalty in this case would, would come should come first especially what i've fucking been through you know i was i was in the freaking hospital a couple days feeling like i wasn't going to live anymore um and one thing that i was really really looking forward to was getting back on stage and getting to see my friends and hanging with my friends it turns out they're not my friends turns out they're you know i i haven't heard i heard from the bass player um only because i told him you know I, that i'm i gotta come pick up my cabinet because uh, my speaker cabinet was in the club Right. Um, you know, and the, he, the guy feels bad. Uh, at least he, he presented his his reply that way. Mm -hmm. um, and he probably does. Um, but. Um, Listen, that's not his decision, right? I mean, he, I, well, no, you know. I, I could I can imagine that he angled for the job because he's you know, he his band got screwed um, recently, uh, um, kind of screwed twice. They were. Well, not screwed twice, just, just screwed once. They were taken out of that club and moved to a different club. And then they were let go from that club because they weren't doing well. And it's not their fault. It's just the location and, and uh, the times they were doing it and the time of year. Um, uh, but uh, I don't remember what I was going to say. His heartfelt, sincere... They didn't feel... Yeah, so they got screwed recently and he doesn't have he didn't have a job. Um, so he was subbing for me and he's got a family, you know, he's just like anybody else. He's got bills to pay and food, to, uh, got to put food on the table, but you know, you're taking it, if you're taking it away from somebody else, then it's like, I don't know. Um, so I understand it. So he might've angled for the job. Who knows? I don't know. And it doesn't really matter. Um, I just, I feel let down. I feel very disappointed. I feel betrayed, uh, a little bit. And, um, uh, um, uh, yeah, just uh, it's just ugly to me. It just puts a bad taste in my mouth. Um, but I've lost my job before, many times, even in Jersey. Uh, and I've always bounced back quickly, and I've always handled it with grace. You know, once I get over the initial shock of it, then I'm like okay, so I'm I'm taking that angle, um, and. Uh, I think I'll just be done with Bourbon Street for for now or for good. Well, like we like we would say if we were speaking candidly, which we are, and I was we were in our own private conversation, it would be no different. My response to you, I would say the same thing that, you know, one door closes, another opens. Right? You you want to you want to be rid of people in your life that are of that type of nature and character that really aren't your friends, don't have your back, and aren't really true genuine people. And you know, as you go through life and you get older. Sometimes you weed them out yourself and sometimes, you know, 
they'll be weeded out, you know, through the universe or through w other means that is in your best interest. You know what I mean? So uh, again, like you shaved your beard now for a new beginning <laughs> of a fresh start. Yeah. No, you're going to have a new fresh start, you know, in, in what you're doing. And it's like something better will always come along, especially when you're forced out of a situation of your own, not of your own doing and in a douchey way, you know, um, and you'll be rewarded later because karma always comes around. You know, you know, my history with leaving my previous band and it's like, I stumbled upon a much better situation with real genuine people who are actually, you know, I would consider friends, you know, more right. so than people I play with in my old band. You know, some, some of the band members are, are genuine friends. Some never were, you know, and sure. the ones that never were their true colors come out and they're not good people at heart. And, you know, you don't need to be subjected to that. So it's like you're not collateral damage from someone else's inability to have the, the right perspective in life. Mm -hmm. You're just, you know, you've been, a, you know, dealt a situation that you wouldn't have maybe pursued on your own. But it has enlightened you and opened your eyes to the fact that, yeah, I mean, that that's, you know, for someone to do that, they're just not a good person, you know. And people aren't good people, Steve. As you know, we don't really want to be around because you're never going to influence someone who's not a good person to be a, a good person. Like if they're innately, if they're making decisions based on, on you know, what they feel is the best situation for them and, and regardless of friendship or, or word, you know, if someone shakes your hand and says, hey, the job is yours when you come back and when you're ready, you let me know. That should be all there is to it. It's not like halfway down the road. It's like, well, for X, Y, and Z reason now, we choose want to go down the road with this guy, you know? That's someone that doesn't have integrity. The, the, you know, that's just a fact. There's no way to explain your way around it or justify it, you know? If, if someone tells you something and then they don't stand behind what they tell you, then they're, they're, they're not, you know, they're not worth the time to be friend. Yeah, I agree. I'm just disappointed because I've spent so much time with this person. So many hundreds and hundreds of gigs. It, it, it um, is. It's disappointing, and, Steve, because you're, you're, you know, you're not appreciated for what you do and you do pour your heart and soul into it and you put a hundred percent into it and you do deliver. And it's like, you know, to be at someone else's whim of them deciding that they're, you know, the, of what they feel is the f best future for the band that may not include you. You know, it's just not cool, you know? Yeah, I agree. But it, it, I mean, I, I really loved playing on that stage. Yeah, of course. To that crowd with those people. I love playing bass. I love playing bass live. I love playing with a, a band of really good musicians. So I really loved it. And it's like somebody, it's like a kid who loves a, you know, chocolate ice cream cone. And then somebody all of a sudden saying, you can't have chocolate ice cream cone anymore. Right. No more. I'm well, like, it's not. It's not oh, no more. It's that you can't have no, no more in that this place. No, it's no more. It's the uh, with those people in that club on those nights. I really, really enjoyed it. So it is no more. It's that like that's not going to happen now. Anymore. So did you have any conversation with 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 the band leader about it and say like no 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 like you know no the decision was made and I I said you know I said well the band uh, it was said that the band sounds really good with this person. I said, well, the band sounded really good with me too. And they said, yeah, that's true. But, 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 and you know, that was it, you know, I, and, and there was no, no, but there was no talk of like, I, I thought we were friends or there was some kind of camaraderie yeah. here and you've no, totally no, no. disappointed to let me down and you know, F you. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. Oh. Why, why, what, what's the point of that? 
No, just so that, the, you know, people see, <laughs> you don't want to waste your breath a lot of times on, on meaningless, useless people that don't deserve your time or, or energy. But sometimes, yeah. you know, in a very polite way, you just got to let people know that, like, that's a real dick move. They know. You know I, I don't appreciate that. And, people you're, know. you know, it's people just, know, people know when they're doing something wrong. They know, yeah, but no, but they don't, Steve. That's the yeah, problem because because uh, some people, when they do things that are wrong, they try to justify it to themselves that it's not wrong, and then eventually they're convinced themselves that that behavior is acceptable and okay. And in their warped perspective of how the world works, that's okay for you know it, it, it doesn't affect them. It's a, it's just the way it is, and sorry, but life goes on, and they'll move ahead, and then they'll do it again, and to somebody else, and then they'll replace it's, somebody else. It's just a, it's a cycle. They'll just convince themselves it's not, that it's, it's okay. Not, that's not my place to teach them. It's it, no. I'm not, not saying it is, but they they don't they they don't. I don't think that they know it's wrong. I think they just feel like oh well, it's just the way no. it is. And sorry, she knew it was wrong. She I could tell her in her voice. I heard it in her voice. Everything the way she said it. I mean, then if it. she knew it was wrong and she still did it, then shame on her, man. And she has no integrity. And as a person, she needs to reflect but, and, and grow. But I don't need to be the one to tell her that. I don't need to say you let me down. You have no integrity. How dare you? You know, like. That's not. Well, good. I would just let her know that you know. Thanks for exposing the fact that you have no integrity. Now, at least I again, know going forward, you know the type of person you are. It's not again, being insulting. It's just saying like you know the way it is. But to me, that's an ego comment. It's an it's it's an ego perspective. Like you you have offended me in some way, and I need to let you know that that is all fear based. That's all ego based. No, but Steve, not having integrity is not being offended. Not having integrity is, is, is not doing the right thing. And then trying to justify the reason why you not doing the right thing is okay. That's not having integrity. It's okay to call someone out on that. It's not your opinion. It's not your ego. It's a fact. I get it. You didn't want to go down that road, but you know what I'm saying? I it's didn't, like, I, I, I had once I was given the information, you know, I said a couple of things and then, you know, she mostly talked and I just said, okay, goodbye. And, mm -hmm. and then, you know, wanted to kill myself for four hours, but <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Listen, like, all these things are not of your own doing, right? Like you didn't ask to get COVID. You didn't ask to be in the hospital. Uh, you didn't ask for all these things to happen. But that's yeah. why you have That's why you have to, you know, like we always say, there's another, there's something else going on that's bigger than what you're aware yes. of right now. And that's what we're going to get to because that's why I'm a smiling person. I, I mean, every single time that I've lost my job, dude. Yeah, you, get an, from, you get a better back, one. <laughs> even Well, even back from Jersey and every time here, I, I've always known and I've said it to myself aloud that this is a good change. This is just a detour in the right direction. Yeah. I, I know that for, I know it for a fact because of what has happened, especially because of what have ha has happened in the past. So my, my gut tells me to just work entirely 100% dive in the deep end with no life preserver cover band central make this work, make this happen, make this be the big thing that I've always envisioned, make it be huge. And, and the only way I'm going to be able to do that is if I only focus on it, that, mm -hmm. that and nothing else. Um, I'll play again. You know, I'll, I'll have opportunities as I go. And I've been saying for years, probably to you, probably on this show and definitely to myself that I want to be able to play what I want to play. Not because I have to play to sure. make a living. I want to play with who I want, when I want, where I want. I want to be able to be the one that makes the decision and not because I have to do it to pay the rent.
So, sure. so cover band central is going to be the way I'm paying the rent. It's going to be the way I'm, I'm moving up in the world. Um, I know the potential is here and I want to show you and the crowd, uh, the, the audience something here because I've been doing some work over the past week. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I, I'm, I really need to do because this audience is huge and I really need to reach out to, to the big boys in this industry and get some good sponsors. So I got an infographic made and I'm going to show you there. And these are, you know, the, the hard numbers, page, Facebook page, 335,000 followers. It's actually close to 340 now. Yeah. yeah. Just, just in a week. Um, 58,000 members in the Facebook group, a worldwide reach of over 60 million. It's at 69 million now. Uh, wow. Yeah. Posts from the page. That means Caravan Central is being seen by 60 million plus eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which is amazing. Uh, we're in 45 countries and our podcast here, 150 plus. We are on, on 151. So I'm going to use that to info to send that out to advertisers and and show show people in this music industry this is a targeted audience and this is ideal for you to get your stuff in front of these eyeballs um if you if you're uh, any anyone in the music industry that runs a business to sell some sort of product or some sort of service this is where the way you want to go this is the targeted the targeted the best targeted audience on the internet on facebook for you if you're looking to sell to musicians. Yeah, certainly Hands a large down, focused man. group, no doubt. Hands down. So that's my uh, big area of focus. And the other one, and I got it, I've been talking about it. I gotta take a drink. Just lubricate <sighs> the vocal cords. You can continue telling us the story, Steve. Yes. Speak, please do. I wrote a book uh, years ago, an ebook, and I sold it on in the group and on the page and stuff. And it did pretty well, got good feedback. And I put it aside, especially after COVID hit. I was like, this information isn't really relevant now when, when COVID was happening um, and people weren't playing live. But now that it's gotten back, um, it, it is. And I, it's my own writing, I don't really realize the value of it until I go back and I read it. And I went back and I read the ebook, and I was like, there's really some good information in here. And I edited a lot of it and I added some content to it. And I got a new cover made, so I'm going to show you that too. And uh, I'm going to relaunch this ebook within the next week, and it and for cheap, you know, it's going to be a couple dollars. Right. Um, and but it's, I got the new cover made, and but it's uh, cover band riches. Twenty four things you can do to make great money as a working musician. Yeah. And, and everything that I put in that book is valuable, is extremely valuable to help you to make money. And it's not necessarily the conventional things that you would think of. Um, it, 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 it is, but it's not. There's some things that you don't even realize contribute to you doing well in the music industry and making really good money. So right. that's not available yet, but it's going to be within the next week. I'm going to relaunch it. Of course, next week I'll, uh, I'll put a link here, but if you're interested, um, in uh, pre-ordering it if you want to free sale uh, before it goes into Barnes and Noble. You got to yeah. get on it. You know, it's going to be uh, triple. It's going to be triple the price. Send an email to Steve at coverbandcentral.com and in the subject, just put cover band riches and uh, we'll, we'll get you uh, on the list. 
to uh, get yourself a copy as soon as it's available. It's really good stuff, man. It's really good information. And, and we want to clarify, Steve, not to interrupt you, but it's not 24 bands that have a guy named Rich in it. Right? Cover band Riches. It's not about Riches that playing cover bands. It's about how to Why are you giving away all the, the secrets? Well, I just <laughs> – you said you edited it. I thought maybe you took that part out. Sorry. I didn't mean to spoil it. Never mind. <laughs> just rewound. Hey, Steve, that's an excellent sounding idea for your book. Yes. Can't wait to see it. Um, I'm excited to relaunch that. So those are two things that I'm I'm doing actively with Carbon Central. I really, really, really want to do a live from New Orleans show. Um, people had asked about doing the the, uh, the benefit. And I reached out to somebody that can help me with this. But I, I don't know how uh, committed he is because he, he might be busy doing a bunch of other things. I haven't heard from him in, in several days. Um, so I don't know if I can make it happen. I, I, I really would like to, but I would still ultimately like to do a live show, which is like a streaming with showing you the talent that's here in the city, a, a live weekly New Orleans live show. Um, I just need to raise some money. I need to either make a lot of money or get somebody to invest in in the idea because I need a space for it. You know, I need the, the cameras and the, the sand and all that. Yeah. But like a new Orleans weekly is a good place to start too, of like what's going on, you know? Yeah. Like, so, so anybody out there with a lot, a lot of money and you want to invest in something that's going to make a lot of money. Email Steve at cover band central. <laughs> Steve at cover band central.com is where you can you reach go. me. You can and I'm it. serious. I mean, I'm de deadly serious about this. I'm putting 100% of my energy and attention into cover band central i'm 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 jumping and i know there'll be a net that's what i'm and doing steve you know attention flows where you know energy flows where attention goes that's right so i'm gonna make it work somehow and um yeah so i clearly i need to write more i have more writing uh, things i want to write and uh, uh spruce well, up the website too which is by the way the website is coverbandcentral.com. You can sign up for a profile for you, your band, or both. That is free. So check it out. There's a lot more activity on there lately, um, which I, I like. But you were going to say something. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, yeah, I forget now. But whatever it was, I'm sure it'll come back at some point. You know, it's probably just talking about the fact that you have these great ideas that you come up with, you know, and then the 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 time necessary to apply the the you know the, the action on the item is what we've always talked about you know it's like if it's like anything else right it's like when i tell my students if you have to practice a thousand hours right to get to a certain level you know you can practice an hour a day for a thousand days right so think about that in about three years time give or take you could hit your thousand hour mark if you practice an hour a week, it's going to take you a lot longer, right? And it's the same thing with, like, the consistency of doing it. It's like if you want to lift weights, right? You can't go to the gym one day a week for five hours and get the same result as if you worked out for an hour a day for five days a week, you know? So it's that consistent effort, and it's also the time to find to it. So if you can apply that your newfound time and an effort, you know, you, you're going to see that you're going to get – cumulatively faster results from the things that you are, you know, uh, launching on cover band central, you know, months ahead of where you would have, because you're, you're going to have now that much more time to, uh, you know, to dedicate to it. Yeah. 
I just got to make sure that I got a revenue coming in because now yeah. without, without a gig, I have no revenue coming in. So right. I have a little bit of money still, but you know, I got to make sure that that. Yeah. Know, and you may find a gig here and there too, or you may be able to sub here and there, you know? And yeah. I don't know. No, no, but, but, you, but you, no, you, you don't want to though. I understand it. Yeah. Right. So that's, that's, that's the idea focus. here. Yes. It's, soul it's focus. No subbing, no, no looking for a van, no putting together a van, 100% diving into CBC. That's it. You know, because I believe in it so much and, and I'll, I'll, I'll make it work. Well, that's it, that's it, Steve. You're already halfway, the battle's halfway over, right? You have to believe in what you're doing and you have to know that it's going to, it's going to work, you know, and you already have a, a very, very formidable foundation of which to build upon. So no doubt you will make it happen. That's right. Very exciting. That 335,000. Yeah. Facebook page. So think World about that. We, we, we were less than a hundred thousand, right? Not that long ago when you and I were celebrating, I forget what episode it was maybe back in when we started. Yeah. The, we were the, under a hundred, under a hundred thousand. Yeah. When yeah. We started. Yeah. 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 And then slowly remember the, hitting the milestone of we got a hundred thousand, we got 150,000, we have 200,000, we have a quarter of a million. Now you've got over 350,000. Yeah. It's uh it's nuts and it's but it's great it's it's so exciting and it's i i also had an interview with somebody at facebook on friday a phone interview and uh about me joining this sort of uh power group of of facebook page owners or so I, I don't even know what it is to tell you the truth um but half hour interview and, and she was asking me a bunch of questions about how cbc came into being and how how i grew this audience so big and I was saying, as I've said from the beginning to her, I see this as there should be millions of people on this page mm. in, in, as part of Coverband Central. There are millions of people around the world that play covers in one capacity or another. Every musician has played a cover. You don't pick up the guitar to learn scales. You pick up the guitar to learn how to play a song that you right. love. So I think... Anybody that fits that belongs as a part of Cover Band Central, and that's in the millions. So that's what you knew. That's what you have to focus on next is your new marketing tactic, right? See that you've got this, Steve. You're awesome. I will say this: that the audience that you do have is very, very loyal and dedicated, and like I said, marketing wise, passionate. He's passionate. Yep, very Steve passionate. Way to effectively engage the, the reach that you you have you know the capability of the reach you have is so tremendous but like you said what's the engagement factor that it makes them sign up and join the group that's the join key. the page yeah i need yes. to join join the website um yeah. that's 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 a good question and because everything on on the website is accessible for free but you can't like post uh, on the wall, there's a wall, you know, uh, uh, just like there is on Facebook and Twitter. It's a, it works mm -hmm. the same um, that you can post on. You can't do that unless you remember. So it's about really taking people who are sick of Facebook and bringing them over to Cover Band Central who just want to talk music, just want to show their stuff and or see other people's stuff and basically do what they do in the Facebook group, but without all the bullshit. Um, right. So so it, it's it's challenging to to. Facebook is a, a giant monster that will eat everybody. Um, so it's challenging to get people 
off of Facebook over to your website. Um, right. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's grown steadily and it can, and I think the more I'm going to really focus my energy and attention on the website as well um, during this time, because it's not something I've done much. I, the website was set up, I tweak things a little bit here and there, but I haven't really dug deep into it where, and, and I can, it's my website and it's something that I, I really feel like I should have been doing this whole time. Um, but now I really, I, I'm, I'm excited about it and I'm going to do that. So coverandcentral.com, you sign up for a profile for you, your band or both, it is free. It is and true. that's what I'm talking about. That's, that's right. <laughs> use your band or both and it is free, but that's it, Steve. Yes. You know, you have to have, the timing has to be right for certain things, right? To unleash the passion to be able to effectively, you know, uh, capitalize on the effort that you're trying to make. Yeah. And it's cool. You know, you know it's like. No, but I mean, we all need to get jolted every once in a while, right? Like, yeah. it, you know, that, that shift in perspective, even for that second, could open up some new idea that then, then you expand upon that idea. And it, you know, and then from there, you know what happens once you believe in it and you start to put the, you know, the right attention to it, it grows itself. Yeah. And, and it just, it, it really has woken me up to the attention that I have to give to people. You know, what, what, which people in my life really, truly matter um, that that are a positive influence on my life? And mm -hmm. it's it's a handful. You're one of them. Um, Thank you. Uh, Good excellent. stuff. Um, and, you know, some people that I thought were are, are falling off. So it. It's it's fine, you know. I, I I'm still standing better than I ever been. That's right. Looking like a true survivor, feeling like a little kid. Oh man, that was one of my favorite songs. That could be a, a song. Kid. When that when when that song came out, I loved it. I used to play it over and over again. It's so upbeat. Yeah, it's super upbeat, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can never know what it's like. You can never know, Steve. Um, Good stuff, so, though. Elton. So I saw pictures of you and Karen at Cape May. Uh, happy anniversary. No, not Cape May. You you were in Cape I, Cod. I was, I was not in any Cape. One of the Capes. You were in New York. N negative. You were in Massachusetts. Negative. You saw pictures of me in an undisclosed location. I saw pictures with these, these uh, 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 I don't know what you call them. They, were, they weren't statues. They were some sort of yes so, oh, so explain check this out. what the hell this is okay so check this out A happy anniversary though you and Thank karen you, have been married for now 27 years 27 years and been together for right see i got that right 30 31 <laughs> or 32 it's been it's been a while yes. so over three decades of my life i've been blessed with 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 my beautiful wife my yes. best friend yeah. So we decided we weren't buying any, our, you know, any gifts. We wanted to do something, right? We're going to make like a Friday, Saturday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday marathon event to go do stuff. So Thursday it rained. Kids so are out of the house, right? You can just do whatever. Yeah, kids, are running. kids are in college, you know, but they're, they're a phone call away. But yeah, so I could do whatever I want. Do whatever, whatever you want. We could do whatever we feel like doing. So Friday, I, I went. Like a kid I, again. 
yeah, went out to New Hope, Pennsylvania. New I'm, Hope, that's what I meant to say. Yes, New Hope, right. So New Hope, which is Peddler's Village. It's like a whole bunch of shops and eclectic things. And it was I've been to New restaurants. Hope. Yeah, it was nice, you know, and then took the scenic road back, went to, oh, through some covered bridges and took it, you know, through some uh, like Lafayette and Lebanon, New Jersey and through some Wait, other like before you continue, can I tell towns. Can I, I want to interject here. The time I was in New Hope, I was with a girl, the girl that I was dating that, you know, um, at that time. And we went to some like shop where there was a, 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 a like, like a voodoo-y sort of shop where, you know, there were put necklaces and bracelets and rings uh -huh. and stuff like that. And freaking Richie Blackmore was in there while we were in there. Very cool. And I didn't talk to him. I was just like, it was, you know, it's a small shop. You know how those shops are in New Hope. Yeah, they're like, you should be like, you should be like, Richie, give him big hugs. I'd be like, dude, I love you, man. Now he was with somebody else. Like, and like, I was with me. Donna and I'm like, and I look up and I'm just like, oh, that's Richie Blackmore. And, and it was, it wasn't like, yeah, it was, it would have been very uncomfortable if I even like said anything. You should you know, walk up to him and like you should walk up to him and like ah, 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 ah. I love that man. You sign this? Sign <laughs> what? And then My quickly, arm. No, and they quickly duck as he tries to punch you. You know, like you missed. Yeah. So but that, anyways, that was so, yeah, a trip. So, but uh, yeah, so New Hope. So that was Friday. New Hope was a fun adventure. So then Saturday, I lived in Ringwood now seventeen years. Never went to Ringwood Manor or any of these like historic places by me that people flock up here to go to. So I'm like, let's go do that. It's local. We'll go check that out. So we went and saw that for a little while, and then look for some other cool things to do. Then I went up. Um, to Warwick, New York. And so I used to work in Warwick, right? So you and drove our, all the way from New Hope to Warwick? No, no, no. That New Hope was Friday's event. We drove from home to New Hope, spent the day in New Hope, ate, and then drove home, got back after dinner. That oh, was you the didn't, event. So you that, didn't stay overnight? No, didn't stay overnight. No, that was just a day trip out and okay. back. It's only an hour right. and a half drive, so it's not not really that far, you know? Right, right. So, and, and then home and hung out. Then Saturday went uh, to Ringwood Manor and then drove up like i said i used to work in our shop was in warwick and i used to pass this place called paceman terrace and it would look like someone's house and it had all kinds of art and like stained glass and all kinds of stuff and i always wondered like what that was you know and this is like long before internet you know this has been around for 50 years i think the place has been there so anyway long story short my youngest son is like, oh, I was going to go check out this place in Warwick called Paceman Terrace, but we ended up not going. So then Karen was like, what is that? And I'm like, ah, it's somebody's house. Like, let's look it up on the internet. So it turns out that it's this this guy, Frederick Frank. and he I passed, love that name. Yeah, Frederick Frank. He passed away in 2006, I think they said, or 2011 at like 95 years old. And he was a world-renowned sculptor, artist, spiritual um zen type of like all religions lead to the same place um sculptor writer artist um worked with albert schweitzer in in africa back in like 58 to 61 he was a dentist or some kind of surgeon by trade but then dedicated himself full-time to this art so over the 50 years of him living there he built all these really cool things on his property so like when you first get there, you roll up and it's like wh where you would drive up, you see about four feet of a building sticking out of the ground with a roof on it. And it's big, mm -hmm. you know. 
But then as you go around the corner, there's these old stone steps like a castle that he obviously right, built right. them all. And you and the whole building is stone that you see sticking out of the ground. But as you walk along the side of the building, you start to go down these steps like a castle and you get to the bottom of the steps. And then there's all this like fancy, like where the sun shines. There's this big stained glass thing that he built that says Paceman Terrace and the light shines through it. But then when you turn the corner, there's another steps that go down. And now all of a sudden you're next to a, ra- a river bank, a river around the corner here and you're next to this building that's now two stories tall and there's a big sign that says this is a place of tranquility no picnics no loud noises no you know barking dogs and stuff like that please respect you know our wishes or whatever and pace them in terrace means peace on earth so this Ooh. is like a, san- a sanctuary that this guy built with all this really cool artwork that all has stories in it so we go into this building and it's like an inside it's like an amphitheater almost like a temple with like wooden benches and stone tiers and these big statues and a koi pond that you look over and it's two stories down that's fed off the river underground with like a water wheel on the side and just really cool you know no no windows like real dark inside like it's there's no lights there's candles lit and stuff and it's real well maintained mm-hmm. and then along the river there's all kinds of sculptures and cool stuff and then you go back out and go around did she but, did she put pictures up of this because i know i saw yes Yes, she yeah, did. Yeah, I yeah. saw the sculpt. That's what I was. The, the, right. So the sculpture the stuff. Sculptures. So the cool stuff was like he had a picture of a big, it says big steel plate with the outline of a body in it cut out. Like it was right, falling. Right. And then like 30 or 40 feet behind that is the cutout part of the guy. So when you're standing looking at the cutout, if you look through it, you see the picture, you know, that's the, the wild. Piece of thing. But then next to it is, is the story of what that is. And that particular sculpture, he said he was visiting Hiroshima and saw historically someone the concrete of the side of a building was melted with the impression of a person in it from the nuclear explosion it melted someone into the side of the building and melted them into the concrete not like flesh and bones (laughs) but left an impression like right right trout type of thing you know what i mean so he took that image and then made this artwork and then wrote this whole thing about it and like that's one that's displayed there in warwick but there's like 10 other ones across the world like in bosnia and serbia and all these other countries where he visited and they're displaying his artwork and there's one in hiroshima actually of this this famed artwork so i never even knew that what this was until we went there but it was all like and they're big they're not like five feet tall you know he had like this big sunflower metal thing with the sun and stained glass it was like 15 feet tall you know, so I mean, right. the, the amount of time that the guy took to build these things was immense. But you could see his passion, like you talked about passion earlier. I right. mean, this place from the road looks like this kind of like kooky, creepy little someone's house, you know. But then when you go in there and you see and you read all the stories and find out all of the the spirituality behind why he did all this stuff. I mean, it was really cool. We were there for like two hours walking around looking at everything, you know. Wow. And then awesome. you go. across Yeah. And you go across the street over the railroad tracks and there's another display part of his property so they preserved it and they take donations to try to keep the place open you know but it was really cool place to go visit especially if you're you know a musician or you're into art or you're spiritual and you're you're in touch with that sort of stuff it was really you could you felt very peaceful when you were there that's the only way i can describe it like when you're next to the river and you're by this little like temple place it was just very like chill you know it was quiet the water's you know just burbling by and the birds are chirping and you smell nature and it was just a and it was a beautiful day out it was like 75 degrees out 72 degrees out so it was like you don't need a jacket but it wasn't hot and it was just really cool and then from there it's that sounds like a place i want to be right now yeah like like next time i'm up there 
by you. I'm going yeah, to have to check this place out. Yeah, it's only open from May to September. They don't do anything in the winter. It closes down. And you can only, it's only Saturdays and Sundays because it's like since they passed away. And the guy and his wife are both buried on the property. Hmm. Like there's tombstones somewhere that, that wasn't part of the, you know, I'll make it work. See. I got to go. But you you, you, got, you got to see it. It was really cool. And then from I'm, there around the corner from there, no, even cooler was this place. It's a, it's a one or two mile boardwalk that they built through the marsh and it's, it's groomed and maintained and it's a state park. So you come off the road and you're on a boardwalk and it's not like a straight boardwalk. It's like zigzags and up and down and everything. And then you go through this like whole there's no no railings on or anything. So you're just on this like six foot wide boardwalk. I, where where is that? What town? That's also in Warwick. It's on the other side. I, I think it, I've actually been there. It, it's called it's called Stairway to Heaven. And if you take it, it brings you through the marsh. You go up over this real tall bridge, you know, footbridge. You come back down. You go through the woods on more boardwalk. You come out in some farm field behind Heaven Hill Farm, I think it is. Then it takes you up across the Route 94, and then you go up like. I forget how many thousand feet it is up the side of the mountain. That's the stairway to heaven. And you get to the top and there's a lookout. We did not do that because it was too late in the day. And that seemed like a lot of effort, you know, <laughs> <laughs> after doing everything that we did. So that was really cool. But definitely, um, yeah, I can show you pictures, but very cool. You know, that was, and that was the weekend. So we had something we did every day that was outside. It was beautiful weather, you know, and then we ate while we were out and it was just a really good time. So yeah, I had a really enjoyable, uh, that's Thursday, so Friday, cool. Saturday, Sunday. It was really cool. I want your life. That's great. Um, you can make your life any way you want, Steve. You just got to find, you know, you got to do stuff. That's all. You know, I, I know. want, and I would never, like I said, I've been here 17 years, dude. And I never went to Ringwood Manor and saw like the history behind all that. Like, you know, some of the stuff was, was brought over from other countries and it was dead, you know, from New York city. They, when they demolished buildings, they salvaged these like big concrete like newels, these decorative posts, and they put them in this big garden. And then you read back and they're like, these were you know, back in the 1800s. This was someone's house. Like this is an estate, you know, of right. the founding fathers of Ringwood, you know, and then they bought this property and built the nunnery up on the hill. Then they built the botanical gardens. And, you know, these are all like, you know, 10,000, 14,000 square foot buildings. They're these giant, you know, stone castle structures, or they're like, you know, 17 1800s looking construction you know with the porch on the front and all kinds of rooms inside and all creaky wood floors and all the old hardware and doors and you know the grounds are just you know it's like 65 acres i think ringwood Manor. Wow. You know, i mean it's a lot of property you know people people that don't know new jersey don't understand new jersey but new jersey is an, an amazing part of the world because there's so so much of stuff like that that you're talking about this farm there's the shore you know, there's, there's amusement parks, there's uh, lakes. Um, yeah, there's hundreds of miles of hiking trails up through the up over the mountains, parks, Appalachian Trail. Yeah. I mean, there's just tons of stuff to do. Yeah, there's parks and stuff. Um, I have to come back up and visit soon. Mm. But yeah, it was very cool. Thanks for asking. There was a lot of yes. cool stuff. But the Paceman Terrace thing, the guy's message was peace on earth. We are all from the same energy field. We're all the same. You know, and yeah. religions are all connected together. And it was not like a Christian place or, you know, Buddhist place. It was, he said, this is just a place of, of all, you know, of tranquility and energy and Zen and peace. And we hope you find peace while you're here. You know, and it was, it was really right. cool. Like I said, and I'd never been in the actual place and from the road, 
it's very nondescript. Like you would drive right by it and be like, oh, I wonder what that is. Like I did all right. those years. But then once you actually pull in and go and check it out, it's like, wow, there's a, someone, this guy spent a lot of his life. You know, he That's, put a lot of his heart and soul and life and passion into everything that he built on that property. And it's just so cool. You know, you leave that, there saying like, man, I would love to have the time to do something like that myself. Right. That's the way I want to make my house look when I have a house. Yeah. I want the backyard to be just like that. But like you were um, saying, with Cover Band Central, he was saying the same thing, that after he reached a certain point in his career of dentistry and being a surgeon or whatever, he decided to abandon all that to pursue his true passion of of art, you know, of I, you know what? And I, writing and, and he yeah. did. And he made a living doing it up until he died. Yeah, I think that's that's what I was meant to do. This is what I was meant to do because just about everything that I've done so far with Cover Band Central has worked. It's yeah. it, and the way that I've seen it, that I envisioned it from the beginning, has been proven to be correct. Um, so I, I, I'm not, I'm not unhappy right now. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that I have this this baby that is growing up <laughs> into. Uh, well, yeah. Now you have now you just found a newfound time to nurture the baby, to spend it's, more it's time great. with it, and, I, know, I, and raise it. And it's like this time of year is my favorite time of year. I say it every year. Yeah, I love the fall and the winter, uh, or the holidays, all of it. I, I I get gaga about it. The weather down here is spectacular right now this time of year. Nice. Um, there's 30 people watching right now. Say hello because I don't know what we're going to talk about for the next eight minutes so i want I people to say hello and yeah, tell me go. where you're from and see who's uh, on tell tell me where you're from tell us where you're from and ask a question or leave a comment or tell us uh you know something something anything because there have been no comments for the last like 10 minutes well steve like, in case you didn't know i'm from new jersey i do i'm from I new jersey you are as well. too. yeah yeah it's good and I, I was uh born in lodi i was actually born in passaic at Passaic uh, Hospital. What's the? Oh, Pete says he's from Nebraska. All right, here they're coming. They're coming in. Stephen Mobile. There you go. Mobile. Facebook user. Hi, Northern Illinois. You all rock. Yeah. Does this in New Jersey? Yeah. Natives. Yes. I do miss Jersey, especially at this time of year. I always miss Jersey. Like I love fall in New Jersey. It's the best. October. Come on. Well, here, so Pete says in Nebraska, would you say Stuart, Stuart's from Connecticut? Schwen is from Norway. Donna's in Vernon, British Columbia, Canada. Wow. Brian's in West Virginia. Charleston is the capital of West Virginia. Fun Ask fact me. there, Steve. Quiz me on a capital. I play Jeopardy on my phone every day. What's the capital of Honduras? No, a United States capital in there. Uh, come on, man. I don't know, Honduras. It's Tegucigalpa. What? It's Tegucigalpa is the capital of Honduras. Is that correct? That's 100% correct. Look it up. And for all you Facebook users that don't believe me, look it up. Because <laughs> I was in fourth grade and we had a, a globe. And we had, we had, my team had to pick a, you had to make up a question based on this one section of the globe that you were looking at. And I just happened to notice that the capital of Honduras was Tegucigalpa. And that was my question. And Santa Fe. nobody got it. Santa Fe, New Mexico. Steve, that's correct. Ding, ding, ding. It's capital of New Mexico. Santa Fe. Santa Fe. Paul's in Missouri. 
Hey, now. Missouri Paul. Missouri Paul Mueller. I, I like Missouri. Um, Cincinnati is a beautiful city. Um, what state is Country Roads about, John Far Farrar asks. Um, is that Country Road? Take me home. I think so. To the place I belong, West Virginia, Mount Mama. <laughs> I think it's West Virginia. There you go. <laughs> I knocked my hat off. Huh? <laughs> Country Road, Steve. You got it. You are correct. You can see how sweaty my head is. I think right it's there. West Virginia, unless it's something else. Of course it's West Virginia. Mountain Mama. Mountain Mama. Oh, that that's the best you got with trivia? Who? Facebook Any, users? The audience. Danny said a back road in West Virginia. It's a cool story. It sure is. Somebody's got to do better with trivia for that, for me. Stump the bass player. Stump the bassist. What did I just do? Okay. Where's my stump the drummer? Here we go. What's I, the capital uh, of, of Saskatchewan? Do you know? I don't know. I thought Saskatchewan was the capital. I think Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. I think Saskatoon is the capital of Saskatchewan. I think. Uh, the Saint got there. The St. Louis Blues hockey team plays that song in every game, and he has no idea why. Is he talking about country roads? I think so. Hmm. Let's get somebody on the horn from the St. Louis know. Blues. St. Louis Talk Blues. Charlie, see who you got on the St. Louis Blues over there. He does, he says he's going to try, but he's only two minutes left. He doesn't know if he can get someone that fast, but he's going to try. All right. Hurry it up, man. Stacy, help him. I got two people on it, Steve. Good. They're quiet back there. They work very it's, quietly. It, there's an on-air light that's on, and when that on-air light is on, there better not be any talking, no dogs barking, no laughing. It's all eyes are fixed on the show. Attention is front and center. Right. Okay, we're on a tight ship over here. John, Buzz, he said the two guys who wrote that song never went to West Virginia, only Virginia. Maybe somebody told him. Head West. Yeah. And they said that would be a great idea for a song. They said if you wanted to go home via the country roads, you would need to go to West Virginia. Well, and they couldn't say Old Virginia or Try Virginia. <laughs> well, oh, West Virginia. Yeah, try, dude, you got it. J Johnny. Try Virginia. Yeah, drive, right. yeah, they got it. How about Virginia? <laughs> Right, exactly. You know, Maybe Virginia. I love Virginia. Virginia. It's for lovers. Virginia is for lovers. I did mm -hmm. spend a little time in Virginia. It was a very nice state, nice people. How much time did you spend in there, Steve? <laughs> I don't know. Days, a couple days. Excellent. All right, so uh, no more trivia. The trivia, trivia. <laughs> the trivia I got portion of the show is closed. I right. got nothing. So I'm, you've I'm, learned Tegucigalpa is the capital of Honduras. Country why is written about West Virginia. Why is why there no is East it? Virginia? Because East Virginia is Virginia. And Regina is the capital of Saskatchewan. Yes, look at that. <laughs> Noble Cornell. Thank Regina, you. Is yes. Regina or Regina? I would say Regina. I think it's Regina is the capital of Saskatchewan. Right. Not to I be accused. So. Not and to I, be confused with 
the 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 v, v with, with with the girl Re Regina, right? Good stuff. So now you know that. See, so you learned all kinds of stuff here. So wisdom tonight, we've learned. What's all up, Brandon? Brandon. Uh, yeah, um, we've learned that you can't trust anybody, and you're in this for yourself. Yeah. And you know, do what your heart tells you to do, and do yep. what your passion tells you to do. And if you want to uh, tell me something, Steve at com. <laughs> you want to sign up for. <laughs> You want to donate money? That's uh, PayPal.me slash Caravan Central because I don't have a job. Um, and sign up for a profile for you, your band, or both of us free, CaravanCentral.com. And uh, also PayPal or PayPal. YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. The link is not in the description. I forgot. It's in the comments somewhere. But just go to YouTube, search Caravan Central. You'll find it. And uh, never a dull moment, man. In no, and, and Steve, although some people do suck, the ones that don't, you want to keep close and treasure as your real truth. That's right. <laughs> you know it. Well, yes, we'll see you next week. Thank you guys for watching and being a part of Caravan Central. I love you all. And 100% of my focus is going on CBC. Let's do this. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.